0: This is Big F for Joe, and you're listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Podcast. Without Memphis, there'd be no hardcore, and obviously we all know where that leads. Live your best life, die your best death.
1: You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling? That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast.
2: Got our doggone good-looking show lined up.
3: This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am.
4: Who's the greatest wrestler in the world, and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now.
2: Come on, quit it.
0: What do you hear? What do you say? Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling-related podcast. We are, as always, the Memphis Content Wrestling Cast, and I am your host, Mister Luke Jennings. Here on a big weekend for you, American football fans, it is Super Bowl weekend coming to you tomorrow from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, it's going to be some uh, going to be happening. Go teams! Go sports! Go! Uh, Four hours for a one hour game. Yes, yeah, right. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at Old Bakery Pro and to hit the subscribe button here on our home, the Place to Be Wrestling Network. Home of great shows such as Wrestling's Chicken Salad, PTB Weekend Special, PTBN's Main Event, Nation Invasion, Hybrid and Impact Zone, Pure Russo Passion, Hamburg All Stars, Monday Night Project, and many, many other great shows brought to you on a near daily basis covering our whole plethora of topics. You can find the guys on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. And you can also find us on our second home here, the WrestleCopia Network, home of the hard work and Ray Russell, who brings you great shows such as the Wrestling Memory Grenade, covering WWF in the early months of 1988. He's also got the Regional Wrestling Show, where he talks the territories, be it 1981 Georgia with Jamie Ward, 1986 UWF with Roman Gomez, or 1985 Memphis with Gene Jackson, they have you covered. He's also got the Wrestling Stoop with wrestling's legend Bob Roop, as well as many other great shows coming to you soon and returning you can follow uh, Ray on Twitter at Wrestle Copia that is Wrestle C-O-P-I-A and don't forget to follow our sister network the North-South Connection again available on all good podcast suppliers bringing you such great shows as New Gen Mission, Wrestling Warzone Alakat Wakisi, The Jenny Position Extreme 3-Way Dance Chronoso, and again a whole plethora of shows covering a multitude of su- subjects and topics you can find the guys on Twitter at Pod Network you can also find them on youtube just search north south connection on youtube where you can find some of their video only podcasts and they also have some uh, simulcast shows you can find us on youtube youtube.com for us at cast, which allows you to watch the show that we're covering today you can also watch a whole range of shows you can go over there and join the rest of the uh near 500 subscribers that we have over there. So this week we are covering... Oh sorry, don't please don't forget to visit whenitwascool.com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history, and more. This week we are covering the 7th of April 1984. Last week we covered two weeks. We covered the 24th and the 31st of March, where we saw an intense savage, some high-flying, some music videos, a pretty young turn, Fire! Uh, as well as the usual awesomeness from the Memphis Territory. Before we head down to ringside, let's just have a look around to see what happened during this week. On the 1st of April 1984, Georgia Championship Wrestling holds a show in the Omni in Atlanta. There's a Canadian strap match where Ronnie Garvin defeats Jake Roberts. The Road Warriors battle Jerry Lawler and Austin Idol to a no contest. Brad Armstrong defeats the Spoiler. Tim Horner defeats Les Thornton. Sweet Brown Sugar, that is uh, Skip Young, defeats Bob Roop. Tommy Rogers defeats Dale Visi. Also on the first AAWA, have a show in Chicago and Illinois. 18,000. They are witnessing Brad Rangans defeating Kevin Kelly. The Road Warriors, again in action, defeating Steve Owen Buximoff. Quick Gagne defeats Steve Regal. Not that one. Fabulous Ones beat Larry Zabisco and Roger Kirby, Dick the Bruiser, Blackjack Mulligan, Blackjack Lanza defeat Ken Patera, Jerry Blackwell and Sheik, Adnan El-Kaisi, Nick Bockwinkle defeats Billy Robinson by disqualification, Mr. Saito and Jesse Ventura defeat The Crusher and Baron Von Raske by disqualification. 2nd of April, Fort Worth, Texas Jimmy Garvin defeats Chris Adams to win the American title. Up in Buffalo, New York, WWF holds a show in the Memorial Auditorium for 9,000, and they uh, see Chief Jay Strongbow defeating Mr. Fuji, Salvatore Belomo defeating Tiger Chung Lee, Tony Gurria defeating uh, sorry D- Tony Greer battling Terry Daniels to a draw. That must have been an exciting match. WWF Tag- Women's Tag Team Champions Wendy Richter and Peggy Lee defeat Princess Victoria and Velvet McIntyre. Jimmy Snooker and Sergeant Slaughter defeat Afa and Ron Shaw. The Iron Sheik defeats Ivan Putski. Jerry- Greg Valentine defeats B. Brian Blair. And WWF Champion Hulk Hogan defeats Seeker. Here in Memphis on the second uh, 7,591, witness Scott Shannon drawing with Jesse Ortega. Baker defeating Art Cruz, Randy Savage defeating Dutch Mantel in a $5,000 on a pole match, Austin Idol defeating Rick Rude via disqualification in a strap on a pole match. Southern Tag Team Champions, the new Fabulous Ones, battled the PYTs to a no contest. Jimmy Valiant defeated the Assassin No. 1 in a Hair versus Mask match. Jerry Lawler and JJ Dillon defeat Jimmy Hart and Randy Savage in a no DQ match. That should have been Joe LeDuc, so I don't know what's happened with Mr. LeDuc. 5th of April 1984, Ted and Jerry Oates defeat the Grapplers in Kansas City, Missouri to win the Central States Tag Team Totals. On the 6th of April, Houston Wrestling, that is Mid-South and Paul Bosch hold a show in the Sam Houston Coliseum, 12,000 witness Tom Zink defeating John King, Joe, Savildi, Joe Savaldi defeating Jerry Gray, the Rock and Roll Express defeating Butch Reed and Buddy Landell, Hector Guerrero defeating... Uh, Maso Ito by disqualification Mid-South Tag Team Champions The Midnight Express Defeat Porkchop Cash and Dundee. Magnum TA defeats in the Mid-South North American Champion Mr Wrestling 2 by disqualification Kresha Khrushchev and Nikolai Volkov Defeat Jim Duggan and Terry Taylor Also on the 6th of April A historic uh, non-wrestling event Following an AWA house show in Kishi Wisconsin Wrestlers Ken Patera and Mr. Saito go to a McDonald's restaurant which is closing up and demand food and are refused. According to reports in the media, Ken Patera becomes enraged and throws a large rock through the window of the restaurant. Patera and Saito leave and return to a hotel where police later come to investigate and arrest the two men. The arrest turns violent and police officers are injured, resulting in many charges against the two men. Ultimately, Saito and Patera serve time in prison for the incident. And then finally, on the 7th of April, 1984, we've got a couple of shows here for you. Mid-South Wrestling Holds' show in the Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. 25,000 people. Witness. Tom Zink defeating Jerry Gray. Buddy Landell defeating Lenny Poffo. The Rock'n'Roll Express defeating Nikolai Volkov and the Russian Invader. Kerry Von Erich defeating Masahito, Terry Taylor defeats Butch Reed by disqualification. The Midnight Express defeat Bill Dundee and Porkchop Cash. Mr Wrestling 2 defeats Magnum TA. Jim Duggan defeats Crusher Barry Darso. In a coal miners glove match. Bill Watts and Stagger Lee. That being the Junkyard Dog. Defeat the Midnight Express in a Lights Out match. W. F. got a show. In Salisbury Maryland. In the. uh, Kumiko Youth and Civic Centre. 7000. Are going to be watching. Jose Luis Rivera. Jose Luis Rivera. Fighting Tony Guerrero, a draw B. Brian Blair defeating Charlie Fulton, the WWF Women's Tag Team Champions Princess Victoria and Velvet McIntyre defeating Peggy Lee and Wendy Rector, Chief J. Strongpoo defeating Renee Goulette, Sergeant Slaughter defeating the Iron Sheik, Quick Valentine defeating Bob Backlund by countout, WWF Tag Team Champions Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas defeating the Wild Samoans. And finally, Ken Patera and Mr. C to post-bond to the incident at McDonald's and are released from jail pending trial. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is that. So, without further ado, let's head down to ringside to see what Lance and Dave have got for us. As we cover the 7th of April 1984 in episode 143 of the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy!
2: Hello, again, everybody. Lance Russell and Dave Brown. We're right along ringside, and by golly, we're ready to fill it up in just one moment. Dave, tell them about what is first going to fill it up. Yeah, the opening match today.
5: Listen to this. We're going to have Lawler and Idol in the ring. Tag team action to get underway today. That's the opening match. A little bit later on, Rick Rude, ravishing one himself, will be in there in a single match. We will also be uh, looking at Jim Nighthart a little bit later on. Brickhouse Brown, a couple of uh, names you may or may not be familiar with, but they will be here on Championship Wrestling today. Big Ox Baker, we met him a week or so ago. He'll be in the ring here today. And later on, the PYT Express will be coming in this way.
2: For those who are not familiar, that's Norvell Austin and Stagger Lee. Coco, they'll be right here. And it should be a whale of a doggone day of programming right here on Championship Wrestling. Tell you what, let's do. Let's take time out now. Then we'll get Lawler and Idol back in the ring and we'll be ready to go in just a moment.
0: So we're going to see some new faces. We're going to be seeing Jim Nightheart and Brickhouse Brown as well as uh, Oxbaker in the ring which is uh, going to be uh, pretty not, and also talking about pretty we've got PYTs, but we are kicking off action with Austin Idol and Jerry Lawler, holy moly Big day
2: in the ring right now David and by golly we're looking for the other hand, the best known half, the king and the Idol. Lawler and Austin Idol teaming together in this opening bout. We're ready for the official introduction.
5: One fall, 10-minute time limit match at a total weight of 443 pounds. On the left of the screen, from Memphis, Tennessee, Keith Roberson and his partner from Parts Unknown, the Pink Panther. Going against him at a total weight of 476 pounds. From Memphis, Tennessee, the king, Jerry Lawler. From Las Vegas, Nevada, the universal heartthrob, Austin Idol. One fall, ten minute time limit, referee, is Jerry Calhoun, I think. Yeah, he's hidden I yeah, Couldn't see him,
0: there he is. So we've got tag team action to start off. Keith Robertson and the Pink Panther going up against Jerry Lawler and Austin Idol. Robert, Ro- Roberson, I think, that's, I think it's Robertson. It's the jacket! <laughs> Anyhow, Jerry Lawler starting off he is wearing uh, grey and black single red boots. Going up against Keith Robertson who is wearing uh black and white trousers, black boots, corner top, Lawler pushes Keith into the ropes. Clean break, no Irish whip by Lawler. Ducks the head and big back boy drop. Down goes the big man, Keith Robertson. Jerry Calhoun's our referee. We've got uh blue canvas again black ropes i think you can't quite the picture quite is not the greatest today but uh, it is 40 years near 40 years old so corner over top again Lawler pushes robertson in the corner irish rips from corner to corner Oh, robertson hits hard we've got a full house as always here in the wmc studios can we see they're wrestling Gulliver type again, snap, mare by Lawler, drops the fist. Goes for the tag, tags in Idle, black tights, white boots. Austin Idle picks up Robertson, and, oh, kicks him right in the chest. And again. Putting the boots to Robertson here. Idle picks him up, picks him up with these. There's a big guy, drops him across the knee, backbreaker. Robison tags in the pink, the pink panther, pink mask, first pink first and blue singlet, Idol. white boots, Wait he comes on. in and he's immediately knocked down by Idle with a couple of right hands, Idle picks him up and throws him out, the ring. Right out of the ring, follows him in and ra- rolls him back in the ring, which is, uh, you know, common sense, ring. Jesus Idol. Christ, picks him up, and, pink being spun and slams him down. Idle measures him and drops an elbow, and again drops an elbow, tags in the king, Jerry hops in, picks up the pink panther and hits him with a beautiful stolen suplex there by the king, shades of the British Bulldog, Lawler second rope on the inside, fish drop, Lawler goes over to tag Idle. Idle going for the... Idle going to work over the legs, which looks like he's going to be hitting that Las Vegas leg lock. Dropping elbows across the knee. Spin a toe hold, and... Las Vegas leg lock. Lawler's in there to stop the uh, Keith Robertson coming in, but we have winners. Jerry Lawler and Austin Idle win by submission.
5: It's going to be a victory for Austin Idle, Jerry Lawler, as the Las Vegas leg lock wraps it up for... him hands raised and they've got the win two minutes 47 seconds the time 247 as the pink panther now being helped to his feet by his partner keith roberson and try to get feeling back in that left leg especially as austin idol really had the las vegas leg lock on there good and panther had to give it up 247 again the time on the match.
2: dynamite teaming they've done very well together uh, the team is the king and the idol and today was no exception they uh, had it all over the team that they were going, really no competition for them as they were in there and blitzed through it and got a good, decisive win, Lawler protecting the pin, and uh, that, my friend, was it. Let me tell you about a match uh, a lot of the wrestling fans, Dave knows about it. I'm telling you about it. that took place in the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee, and it put together the team of Jerry Lawler, and unlikely as his partner, he was his partner. J.J. Dillon was uh, Lawler's partner in this match. Uh, They went against uh, Joe LaDuke and Jimmy Hart. Now, I want you to watch this because you will see that uh, there is a change of partners in there. Let's take a look at what we had.
0: So Joe LaDuke is there. Joe LaDuke is in the ring, but he gets attacked by Lawler with a chair. The, uh, The lights are out. Lawler comes to the ring and Jimmy Hart has to help Joe LaDuke away from the ringside area. And then Randy Savage comes down to the ringside with Jimmy Hart. And we're going to be getting to Jimmy Hart, Randy Savage versus JJ Dillon and then Jerry Lawler as we discussed in the uh, the weekly results. Savage is in there spitting like a cobra, spitting at Lawler. Lawler and Savage now fisticuffs in the ring. Lawler throws Savage over the top rope, follows him outside, oh, rams him into the ring post, big ram by Lawler, knocks down Savage on the outside, There we uh, clip forward, Savage on the, uh, chasing after Randy Hales. Jeffy Lawler came and saved uh, Randy Hales there from uh, an incident. Now skip forward, back in the ring. Savage with a uh, elbow to the top of the head of Lawler. The referee's distracted. Savage has Lawler up. And... BALL DRIVER! Savage just hit Lawler with his own manoeuvre. A manoeuvre that is illegal here in Memphis, Tennessee. Randy Savage on the top rope. Drops an elbow! Skip forward again now. Jimmy Hart tagged in. Savage holding Lawler. Oh, big kick there by Jimmy. Measures Lawler big right hand, down goes the King. Lawler picks up Jimmy Hart. No, oh, Lawler blocked. Lawler gets the tag to JJ Dillon. JJ Dillon's in. Grabs Jimmy Hart. JJ Dillon now choking away Jimmy Hart. Jimmy, oh, don't forget, JJ Dillon is a former professional wrestler. He was a wrestler before he became a manager, much like uh, the late great, legendary Gary Hart. Whereas uh, Jimmy Hart was more, rest- he was more manager than uh, the- a part-time wrestler in these angles. Jerry J- J- Lawler's in, Lawler's in, and the strap is down. Big right hand to Hart, big right hand to Savage, big right hand to Hart. Grab Savage, big right hand. Jimmy Hart- sorry, Jerry Lawler's taken on both men. He doesn't care. Ty Savage in the ropes now grabs hold of uh, Jimmy Hart. Tagging into JJ. Jerry's holding the Jimmy Hart. Big wind up by Jalen. Off the ropes. Big right hand. Knocks down Jimmy Hart. Randy Savage still caught up in the ropes. JJ Dillon. Oh. Drops an elbow. Goes to the cover. One, two. Three. J.J. Dillon gets a pin and Joe LaDuke is back, Joe LaDuke is back. Knocks down Lawler, knocks down Dillon. Oh, slams Lawler on the outside. On that uh, thick commentation station. Double axe from the top rope. From Savage to Lawler as LaDuke held him. Paul Morton's in there getting pushed around. Who's that? That's Eddie Marlin. Is that Eddie Marlin? I don't know, there's lots of wrestlers now in. Absolute carnage here. Leduc Taken down Mantell by the looks of it, JJ Dillon's on the ground, Jimmy Jerry Lawless busted open, don't know where Savage has gone, that oh, was Eddie Mullen. holy shit, Duke just leg dropped Eddie Mullen. Eddie Marlin is, uh... he's gone and there's nothing we could do about it. Randy Hales, who
2: uh, unfortunately don't mention sometimes, Randy does a lot of commentary with us down there and that's who Savage grabbed. Coming in right now, the King and uh, Eddie Marlin, who uh, I thought for a while that Eddie had started his career over again, Eddie. Uh, that was a bad, bad situation, and uh, I, I, I wish there was more that I personally could have done about it, just uncalled for
4: Let it. me say a few words before, I mean, you know, I understand, uh, I understand Eddie's situation here. As you announced after the match, everybody saw what just took place. And it was, you know, it was a bad situation. Eddie Marlin came down to try to, everything had gotten completely yeah, out of hand. Totally. He tried to stop it. Eddie is the promoter. You know, he's in charge around here. I realize that. But Joel Laduke, he, you know, he not only knocked Eddie down, but he dropped the, uh, you know, how much does Joel Laduke weigh? 300 pounds, 312 pounds, dropped that across Eddie's neck three or four times. and. Eddie, after the matches, Eddie suspended Joe LaDuke and said he's never going to wrestle uh, in this area again. Now, you know, all of the fans clapped and everybody cheered and they're starting to do it again. But, you know, that, I mean, that that's all well and good, you know, to a point. I mean, that may satisfy Eddie Marlin, but, you know, as you've seen what... Uh, what Joe LaDuke has done to me in the past, I tried to give him a little bit of it back. He's threatened to break my leg. He tried to break my leg. You saw how he throws you on the table. I hit him in the leg with a chair. Yes, you did. You know, then he came back into the match. Now, the way I see it, Joe Duke has got the last laugh. I mean, he's like, you know, because he's not able to wrestle in this area, that doesn't mean that he's not able to wrestle at all. He'll just go off someplace else. He'll tell everybody, yeah, I whipped Lawler and I whipped the promoter and they ran me out of, out of the area down there. And he'll be, he'll be having a big laugh out of it. To me, I think the best thing to do would be to let Joe LaDuke come back, and I promise you this: I make a solemn promise that I'll take care of Joe LaDuke for you or for everybody, because I still want to. And I want, as far as I'm concerned, I still got a big score to settle with Joe LaDuke, Eddie. That's all I'm asking you right now. All Joe LaDuke's sitting off somewhere, uh, you know, he's getting a big laugh out of this whole situation.
6: Well, I can understand your situation, but you have to understand mine. I've got a job to do, and every time I go to the ring and tell a wrestler that he's out of line, he's got to straighten up, or this has got to happen, then I'm not going to go through this every time I go to do my job. So I think the best way to handle a situation like that is just like this big guy here a while back, the Larratt, is to get rid of them out of their territory. We don't need him mm-hmm. here. We don't need that type wrestler in this area.
4: Well, let me... I, well. Uh, we got a lot of wrestlers in this area that we don't need, if you want to look at it that way, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't mind you getting rid of him, but I'd just like for, I would just like for you to get rid of him after I'm finished with him. That's all I'm saying. How about letting him come back one time? Please let him come back one time.
6: If I said, yeah, you can come back, and then what I said Monday night wouldn't mean yeah. anything. I said Monday night he I wasn't think... going to wrestle here, so the way it stands, he's not going to wrestle. Let me here. ask you
4: this. Let me put you on the spot, Eddie. You are the promoter. You're in charge of the wrestling as far as that goes, but all of these people out here and all of those people that are out there watching right now, they're the ones that you need to look out for. They're the ones that you need to please. You have to keep your finger on their pulse and try to determine who they want to see wrestle each other. Isn't that your job as far as I understand, a promoter's job? All right. Let me do this. Let me. I realize you say your mind is set. Let me... Could they change your mind? Let me ask you this. Suppose I went around personally to the uh, down at the Coliseum to the matches with a petition. I'll go to every fan down there this week. And uh, if they if I get enough names, if they'll sign a petition, would that would that maybe uh, influence your decision at all?
6: You really want to put me on the spot. Huh? I really
4: want, I really want to put you on the spot because I want that jerk Joe Leduc back here at least one more time. That's all I want. Right? And
6: I want him gone. <laughs> But I'll say this, Lawler. As it stands right now,
4: Joe LaDuke's not going to
6: wrestle in this area.
4: Well, uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot because I'm gonna start right here today, and this week I'm gonna be right down there. I'm gonna come around to every person's seat personally and get them to sign a petition, and then we'll see if we can get enough names to change your mind. Okay, well while Jerry's doing that,
2: we're gonna take time out and we got plenty of wrestling to go and we'll be back to it in just a moment.
3: Let me just tell you this, man. I, all I can say is this, Russell. I can't wait till Monday night. Monday night. You see, Lawler, you, you have pushed me too far this time. Because let me tell you what. You know, he had to go and show the film. 350,000 homes watching right now and saw me get my shoulders pinned to the mat by J.J. Dillon because Jerry Lawler knocked me out. He wanted to humiliate me. But, oh, Yes, he did. Well, let me tell you something, Lawler. I promise you I will have the last laugh, because this week, Mid-America title match, with Savage owns against Jerry the King Lawler Southern Heavyweight Championship belt, with a stipulation, am I right, Russell? Okay. Am I right, Lance. baby? Lance. Am I right? Well, I'll tell you, baby, the loser of the fall gets ten lashes, and the winner walks out with both of the belts, baby. But here's the stipulation. Can't you imagine? It's
2: not exactly the way it is. Well, tell me how it is, brother. Tell because... me how it is. It is a question that if Lawler loses, he gets the lash. That's right. That's no question That's about right. that. That's right. But if Savage it. loses, Jimmy Hart gets the laces. You're the one involved.
3: All right, but let me just All right tell you something right now Russell I want you to take your jacket off here take your jacket off what? have you ever had Jimmy. lashes have you ever hey, had ten lashes with a belt stuff? baby you I know what Lauder wants to up. know what I'm thinking about he wants to see me handcuffed yeah. across the turnbuckle with my shirt pulled off where he can take this belt like this baby and lay it into my back where the blood runs down my back yeah. and where I'm screaming at the top of my voice yeah, now, I that hear because that. I admit I can't take the pain baby I'll admit right. that right now well let me tell you something Lauder. it ain't going to be like that baby because Randy Munch Man. I'll tell you what, we've got a little tape of Savage. I'm going to let him tell you exactly what we're going to do to you, baby. Look, look, can y'all wake up everybody, and run the tape of Randy
7: You race. can make any sense out of Monday this guy. Monday night, yeah, Monday night. Memphis, Tennessee, Mid-South Coliseum, man. Let the building burn down, yeah. Jerry the Queen Lawler, man. Guess who's looking at you right now, yeah. The Macho Man Randy Savage, man. And that name means something all around the world, yeah. Superstar of superstars, man. The greatest professional athlete ever to step into the square circle, yeah. Oh, yeah, Queen, willing to prove it at any particular time, and I've got a date with you. Yeah, I've got a date with you, Mid-South Coliseum, man, yeah. Monday night, Monday night, is there a chance that the macho man's not going to be psyched up for the match against the Queen? Hey, man, no way, yeah. Randy Savage, the man of steel, Yeah. The fans wrote that Queen here and Randy Savage, Mid-American Hero. Why'd they print that one, Queen? Could it be that they know that I'm the N.W.A. Mid-American Heavyweight Champion? Yeah. Queen, man, I'll tell you what. I've been looking at it like, uh, yeah, strategically for you. And there ain't nothing going for you, no. Because you
8: haven't got a chance. No, you don't.
7: Because I don't like you anyway, yeah. You've got my attention a long, long, long time ago. Over five years ago, man. And I ain't forgotten
8: nothing. No, I haven't, Queen. No, I haven't.
2: about now and in the ring, the contestants? Dave, how about the introduction? It's going to be one fall, 10-minute time limit match. Over on the right of your screen,
5: from Salem, Virginia, 218 pounds. That's Rick McCord going against him. At 232 pounds, from Beverly Hills, California, with his uh, assistant and valet, Angel. Ravishing Rick Rude. Rude also has Jimmy Hart in his corner.
2: One ball, ten-minute time limit match. Jerry Calhoun, the referee. Angel uh, helping
0: Rick with it. We're back and we've got the Battle of the Ricks, the RICs. We've got Rick McCord going against Rick Rude. Rick Rude, accompanied by Angel and Jimmy Hart. Rick Rude wearing uh, black tights, white boots. Rick McCord wearing uh, white trunks, white boots. Jay Calhoun rings the bell and we are underway. Rude, saying, Hold it. Wait a minute. Rude uh, getting some final... No, he wants his uh, shoes shined.
2: Your boots. An shine his boots what is
0: this? He wants Angel to shine his boots for some reason. Rude telling angel to clean up his boots He's got his uh, Jimmy Hart giving her a, a cloth. And uh, Rick Grude's got his uh, white his white boot hanging out over the bottom rope. He wants to. Uh, she doesn't want to do it though. I can't blame her. <coughs> can't blame her. There's uh, a <laughs> there's a good fellas uh, thing going on here in my head with the shoe shine. <laughs> She's refusing to uh, shine the shoes. Now he wants her in the ring. He's now got her in the ring. Again telling her to shine the shoes. Rick McCord uh, doing his best not to attack Rick Rude here. uh, The bell has rung. The match is underway. Rick Rude telling her still to shine the shoes. But she's refusing to do it. And the crowd are getting behind her, not to do it. Jimmy, Lance is saying Jimmy Hart's not entirely sure what's going on. Rick Rude telling her to shine the shoes, pushes her in the corner. Rude now backing, now uh, oh, no, Rick McCord now standing up for Two Angel, Four Angel attacks Rick Rude from behind, but Rick Rude turns around, pummels McCord, and then slams him down. Drops an elbow, picks up McCord, picks him up, slams him down, drops an elbow. Picks up McCord, swing and neck breaker. McRude is pissed, and another swing and neck breaker on McCord. Oh, now spitting at him, goes to the cover, one, two, three. McRude wins, he now turns his attentions back to Angel.
5: almost two minutes. Rude over in the corner after the bell sounded.
2: Uh. He's back over there again, yeah. Dave, as he is picking up where he left off. He uh, he got a good move. Here comes the idol.
0: Austin Idol turns uh, Rick Rude around and then knocks him down with a couple of right hands. Austin Idol here to uh, defend Angel. Well, look, like obviously these two have been having a feud now for the last few weeks. Austin Idol had his hair cut at the hands of Rick Rude. Jimmy Harts on the apron, trying to distract Idol. Rude now coming up from behind. Oh, knee to the back. Picks up Idol, slams him down. Oh, went to drop an elbow, but Austin Idol got up. Austin Idol's now up. Side headlock now, shove off by Rude. Shoulder tackle, down goes both men. Austin Idol rolls to the outside. Austin Idol, oh, excuse me, holding his head. Got a bit dizzy. Oh, good lord, Austin Idol's got hog uh, hogtied to the ring post. Rick rude has got that, uh, I think he's got Jimmy Hart's trouser belt there, and he's tying him to the fucking uh, ring post. Holy moly, the camera's right there in the action. Vic Rude now spitting at Idol, slapping him, good lord, paintbrushing him. Idol's been choked out, he's been... Hog tight, he's been fucking tied around the neck to the ring post. Rick Rude's absolutely annihilating idol, trying to block these slaps. Holy Jesus, someone's coming, someone's coming. I guess, oh no. Harley Davidson, Dutch Mantel. Rude Rude grabs Angel Angel and then scurries out of the ring. Holy moly. uh,
2: Harley are over there trying to get Austin, Oh boy, I'll tell you slipped that uh, belt right around Idol's neck and tied him up to the uh, ring post while Hart held it. He's down there spitting in his face, slapping him upside the face and berating him for his interference while he was disciplined being Angel. Mm. Okay, what was it? Well, you gave the time. Less than a minute, actually. Yeah, wrestling yeah, like less than a minute. Well, yeah, we got a brand new face coming up, my friend. By golly, we're going to be looking forward to seeing Jim Neidhart, I think, out here in just one moment. We'll be back to that. ready to go with our next bout coming up in just a moment. By the way, we still have some great action coming. We're looking for not Rick Rude. We're looking for Jim Neidhart to get in. Give me that. Listen, we have had just about Let enough- me
1: tell you something. It's about time to make a few changes around here. From now on, I'm running this show, Lance. You two fools can take a walk. From now on, we're going to call this the Ravishing Rick Rude Hour. And I'll decide who's going to be on this show. And I got a treat right now for all you filthy dirtball hillbillies. I'm going to enlighten your life with a little bit of class. I'm going to bring out here a real athlete. One of the best. As a matter of fact, the second best athlete in the world next to the Ravish one. Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Jim, tell these people why you're called the Anvil. How are you doing, Rick? Good to see you, Well, they call him the Anvil for a very, very special reason, and it's not because I was a shot putter at UCLA, it's not because that, it's not because I was a professional football player with the Dallas Cowboys and the Oakland Raiders, it's not because of that, it's for a very special reason, that is, I am the official world record holder in the 100 pound anvil toss at 22 feet, 5 inches, There's one very special reason why they do call me the anvil, Rick, and that is you simply cannot hurt an anvil you can throw it on the ground and you can't hurt it you can stamp on it and you can't hurt it you can hurt it with a clutch hammer and you can't hurt it you can throw a knife into it and you simply cannot hurt an anvil and that's why they call me give me an anvil heart Maybe they can understand that, Rick. I don't know if they can understand it. These people around here, you'll find out. Yeah. These people are so stupid, i have got that. to drive the point right home. I believe you know I mean? Let's we'll go up there and yeah. show them just yeah. exactly what you're going to do. Thank you. you got Rick. I think I'll do the commentating from now on, Lance. Yeah. Hey, what? Well, hey, we'll hey, take oh, a walk. Boy. Take a walk, brother. Yeah.
2: Right here. Okay, we're about ready to go? Uh, no, Lance. Look at this little right here! <laughs> you know something, Lance? Jim Jamison, Jim Night. You got a fat slob I
1: mean. running around here named Austin Idol, who's been spreading all kinds of filthy lies, telling the rebels
2: you want to win and be...
0: Bill is running We've got the Battle of the Gyms. Jim Niter making his uh, in-ring debut here against Jim Jamison. Jim Jamison, blue tights, white boots. Blue chunks, white boots, sorry. Jim up black tights, white boots, absolutely annihilating Jim Jameson here. It's young Jim Nightingale, he hasn't, he's not got his goatee as he would do in like 1990 uh, WWF. Oh, big slam there on Jameson. He is a big guy. Straight, I think he's probably come from Stampede or has he come from Mid South? I know he does uh, both Irish rip now. Oh, just a pure kick to the gut. Down goes Jameson. Gut Wrench, Suplex by Nightheart. He has, where has he been? Where has he been? Uh, Mid-South. Well actually, he's been in New Japan uh, for a couple of months but he has been in Mid-South. He's been feuding with Butch Reed in a football helmet match uh, he's been he was in mid south of, most of 1983 big <laughs> <laughs> running power slam there by the anvil goes to the cover 1, 2, no, picks up Jameson yeah, before that he was in stampede and obviously after this he goes to the WWF fireman's carry now by Neidhart and an awesome Owen drop Goes to come again, one, two, three. The winner of the match, the debuting, Jim the End Night Nighthawk. Here comes Austin Idol, Austin Idol goes through the ring and he's after Rick Rude. Oh, flies over the commentation station. Rick Rude now throttling Rick Rude, Fisty cuffs here. Jim Nighthawk comes over, oh, attacks Austin Idol from behind. 2-1-1 now on idle. Here comes Jim, uh, uh, Jerry, Lawler, Harley Davidson. Oh, Dutchman, tell! Holy mother, trying to get Noihtart off idle. Four men trying to get idle. Uh, uh, off idle. Here comes some more guys. Here come the Pyts. Shoving match now between Dutch and Stagger. They're trying to get idle off Rude. They've separated Idle and Rude. Oh, they escape. Idle slams Rude. Oh, into this commentations table. Absolute madness here. Grabbing chairs, grabbing everything they can. Oh, lost and trying to get in the middle, trying to stop these guys from busting each other up anymore. Holy moly. Austin's got a chair, chasing Ruder out of the studio with that chair. Whew, daddy. Oh
2: boy. And lost in the entire thing is poor Jim Jamison. Who was just annihilated by Jim Neidhart, Jim the Anvil. They're helping him out of there. Austin Idol came in to uh, help Jameson out. Well, he really came in to get Rick Rude. I guess we'll tell it the way it is. And he jumped over the table, nailed Rude, answering the question, where is Austin Idol? We're going to take time out, get things organized, and we'll be back in just a moment. One because uh, that was just a minute 35. Coming back out here is uh, you know, Jimmy Hart. Stupid and Baker. This
3: is Oxberg, the greatest professional know, wrestler in the world today, baby. And we've got dutch mantel Ox.
8: Who's <laughs> Dutchman oh, Tell, dutch anyway? Jerry Lawler's best friend, baby. His best friend. You know, first of all, I've got to thank Jimmy out here. I did not know there was a smorgasbord of bodies that I can beat up on. You know, Jerry Lara thinks he's real clever. He's sending a friend of his out here instead of bringing his ugly body out there. Well, I want to tell you, Lara, I don't care if you got five friends or a hundred friends or a dirty old woman for me to beat up on. I'll beat him up one at a time and sooner or later. I don't care where you hide that. I don't care if you're at home doing dishes with your wife. You're gonna have to come and face Oxbaker one of these times, and I can tell you exactly what's gonna happen. They're gonna carry your body out of the ring. Because Jimmy Hart spent a lot of money to bring me here to beat you up, Jerry Laura. And if I have to beat your friends up first, that's exactly what I'll do. And then Jimmy. <laughs>
3: Dutch Mantell, baby! Yeah,
2: you may have a little more trouble than it is to say it. The Dutchman will be the opponent of Ox Baker in here, and Baker right away across the ring and starts slapping.
0: Battle of the beards here is Ox Baker versus Dutch Mantell. Both of them brawling in the ring. Oh, Jimmy Hart from behind! Does nothing to Dutch Mantell apart from piss him off. <laughs> Dutch Mantell attacking Jimmy Hart now. Ox Baker. Oh, big clobbering forearm shot to the back. Over pounds, Baker's going for the heart punch, Hard PUNCH! Takes down Dutch Mantell. But Dutch Mantel just rolling around, no selling that fucker. Ox Baker now stomping away on mantel. Jimmy Hart stomping away on Mantell. I think this is a match, I don't know if this is a match or not, <laughs> just a brawl. Jerry Calhoun gets thrown to the floor. Ox Baker. Brickhouse Brown and Jerry Lawler now coming to the ring to help save Dutch Mantell. We never really even had an opportunity to
2: get it started, Dave, so there's not going to be any official match on that, no match at all. Dutch Mantell was accosted by Ox Baker. Then Hart comes in and jumps uh, up and hits Dutch in the middle of the back. Dutch naturally took after Hart. Slamming away on him when Ox Baker comes over and gets him from behind, and boy, this Baker is so big. Yeah. He dropped those arms and elbows on him. Oh. Baker weighs in about 330. He's uh, he's
5: huge, and uh, with you know with Hart in there jumping uh, Dutch from behind, and that
2: allowed Baker to get around behind uh, Dutch Mantell, and it.
1: Uh,
2: you seldom see the Dutchman uh, get get in a position where he is. Bounced by a couple of guys, Hart and Baker did it right then. Baker has been called many times by many people as the meanest man in professional wrestling, and um, I have a suspicion he may not have heard the last of Dutchman tell. Right. Dutchman has a way of getting even, friend, even if it's going to the whip. We're gonna take time out. We got the fabulous one special we're looking at a little bit later on. We got the Pyt Express whole bunch of it still to go don't you dare go away back in the moment
1: Party him again right hand to the top of the head and idle we've seen
0: footage of idle and rude from this past monday Idle second rib on the inside, the measuring Rude, oh no, Paul Morton got brought in, Paul Morton got pulled in by Rude and he got absolutely annihilated with that right hand, Idle picks up Rude, backdrop, Jimmy Hutt now, Jimmy Hutt's on the inside, Jimmy Hart going up to that pole, this is the uh, strap on a pole match. Jimmy Hart trying to climb up that pole, and he does, and he gets the strap. Jimmy Hart now with that strap in hand. Choking away now on Austin Idol. Idol's on the back of... Austin Idol brings him over. uh, Austin Idol's got the strap. Jimmy Hart begging off in the corner and rude oh rude saves his man just in time rude with the knee to the back now picks up Idol, slams him down hard oh and they're now whipping him whipping him like a dog rude rude whipping him bella has been wrong disqualification here i would imagine i guess of because of rude pulling uh, paul morton into the uh into the fray oh no Idle moved, idle move. Jimmy Hart just hit Rick Rude in the face. Of that strap, big right hand by Idle, locks down Jimmy Hart. He's now got hold of that belt again. Wraps around his hand, big right hand, down goes Rude. Oh, now whipping him again, whipping him, whipping him like a dog. Rude scurries out of the ring. Should they should have shown this before the Rude match? Anywho, I got I
2: got hold that strap. We're going to tell you a little bit more about those two in just a moment. I want to talk right now about the action coming up down at the Coliseum Monday right now with the uh, strap. You know,
1: you don't have to be a genius to take a look and see what this is. It's twelve feet of leather, Lance. And let me lay something on you and everybody else is totally aware of it. That it was only about three weeks ago when that low life woman beating scum jumped me from behind right here on TV, Lance, busted a crate over my head and cut my hair off. And ever since then, all that jerk has done is run. Every place I've been, he's been on his feet. He's been running. He shouldn't be in the professional wrestling game now. He ought to be in the Olympics running the 100-yard dash. But this is one thing right here is gonna prevent you from running, scum. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about 12 feet of leather, Lance. I'm talking about one man strapped to one end and the other man strapped to the other end, Lance. If he wants to run out the ring, I'll be 12 feet behind you, Jack. If you want to run into the bleachers, I'll be 12 feet behind you. It don't make no difference. Where do you go? I'm gonna be right on your back and I ain't gonna finish until I do one thing and I'm gonna calm this thing down real good because I want everybody to understand what I'm going to say. I'm telling you, Rude, I'm telling every wrestling fan that's watching this television program what I'm going to do to you. There's one punk, Jimmy Hart, that ain't going to get involved this week like he's been doing, Lance, because he's going to be handcuffed to a punk. And he ain't going to be able to stick his nose into it. That's right. That means you and me, Rude, and you know what the end result's going to be, and I want you to sit here and think about it real good until Monday night. I'm gonna do one thing and one thing only. I'm gonna put the thing his leg like on you, jerk. And when I get it on, I'm gonna take this 12 feet of leather and I'm gonna wrap it around both of my legs and I'm gonna entwine it around both of my legs so there ain't gonna be no way of getting out. And then you know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna break your leg. I'm not gonna let go until I see my bone. I'm gonna, out of the skin. I'm gonna break your leg Monday night, Jack.
2: I have never seen Austin Idol as irritated and as frustrated as he is. And his quest to get even, and now it's even become worse with uh, Rick Rude, Austin Idol, who has had some matches that I haven't been too proud of, and I don't know whether he is or not, but in the past. But right now, he is facing a guy that it is all personal with. He wants Rude in the worst way. There's no way that Rude's going to be able to get away. Twelve foot of leather, they're going to be strapped together. Heart's going to be handcuffed to the ring post. That's going to be a dandy, my friend. Let me tell you, that's not all of it either, because if Waller loses... He takes the lashes like a man and loses his belt. If Savage loses, it is Jimmy Hart who is going to take the lashes. Is that right, Jerry? That's
4: the, way, the it way it goes. There's a lot of leather being flashed out here, and I just want to flash a little bit of it myself because, you see, Hart, this is truly my dream match. This is a match I've been waiting for for a long, long time, brother, because when it's all over, They're gonna take that skinny little body of yours and they're gonna take your hands and they're gonna use the same handcuffs that you were already cuffed to the ring post with and they're gonna lock you in place, brother. And we're gonna peel that skippy little shirt off of that scrawny little back of yours and I'm gonna take this leather strap and brother, I'm gonna let you have it. Ten lashes till the blood runs down your stinking and back and you're screaming and crying like the baby that you are, heart. I can't wait, brother. I promise you this. I have never wanted anything as bad as I want this, heart, and I'm telling you right now, brother, you're going to taste this leather. As far as Randy Savage goes, anybody that watched his interview anytime you look in his eyes brother there's nobody home i can tell you that i don't know what he's on i'll tell you i think he was speeding when he made that interview but brother He's going to really be speeding when I hit him with this down there Monday night because I guarantee as I heard this said before, if I don't knock him down, he's going to do some mighty funny things standing up, Hart. That's a promise.
2: Remember, it's title against title, Jerry. Southern heavyweight title against the mid-America heavyweight title. With well, the added inducement that the loser, if it's Lawler, gets ten lashes. And if Savage gets beat, then Jimmy Hart is the one who has to bear the back and let the uh, lash come firing down on it. All in all, a dynamite night of action. Uh, That's the kind of thing that you're looking for, my friend. You are going to find it Monday night, Mid-South Coliseum. Again, I repeat, regular prices. Get your tickets today up until 5, all day on Monday. But in any event, be down there Monday night. We'll be looking out for you. It's going to be a great night of action. See you there. Back in just a moment.
5: night at 10 o'clock then Big Jack has highlights on Tuesday afternoon at 5 o'clock all on action news 5 for the most complete coverage of wrestling anywhere in town you will see highlights something like highlights of this match which I want to show you right here is the fabulous ones we're going against Norvell Austin and Coco Ware staggerly who decided they want to be called the PYT Express here are the highlights of that match PYT Express against the fans
0: Uh, The new Fabulous Ones running in the ring and they are uh, brawling with the PYTs. Eddie Gilbert, Tommy Rich going against Staggerly, Slash, Cocoa Ware and Norvell Austin. Big back up there by Tommy. Now we've got two men in the ring, we've got Eddie Gilbert and Norvell. Norvell pushes Eddie into the corner, forearm smash, whips him, reversal by Eddie, Eddie... back, Drops Norvell out of the corner. Fish up there by Gilbert. Looks like the fabulous ones are wearing uh, blue tights, white boots, with uh, sort of lightning strikes on them. PYTs, black tights, one. Kick out by one by Norvell, after a slam. Oh, kick out by Norvell out of the corner, over at the back of the head. <coughs> oh, headbutt by more, not Norvell. Tags in Coco. black trunks, white boots. Coco coming in, clobbering Eddie Gilbert. Irish whip now. Beautiful power slam there by Coco. What a power slam! Drops an elbow. Coco doesn't get the uh, doesn't get the uh, credit he deserves. Sometimes he just sort of gets put into that Birdman character, and everyone goes, "Oh, it was a joke." But he was actually a pretty decent wrestler back in the day. All men now in the ring, now out the ring, brawling around, thrown into the commentation station, Jake Collins had enough and he has rung the bell and this is a no contest. Brawling down the hallway and near the concessions. The
2: fabulous Tommy Wildfire, Rich, and Eddie Gilbert, and here they come!
0: New Fab's coming down the footloose by Kenny Loggins. If you're watching this on the YouTube, this bit will be muted because I've had to get it muted. Blah blah blah, YouTube. Crowd going bananas here. Males, females, young and old. They're loving themselves a bit of Tommy Rich and Eddie Gilbert. In a Tag match. see if uh, Eddie looks a bit pleased to be here this week. The last couple of weeks, he has not looked best pleased. <laughs> like, won't, it looks like he could be anywhere other than Memphis. someone cannot continue. And that end of that takes place <laughs>
2: Gentlemen, we were just discussing...
0: He looks a bit happy this week. It looks like he actually wants to be here.
1: You know, last Monday night, you know, uh, first week here they busted our head open, and last week, you know, they got out of control. So, you know, we went to uh, Eddie Marlin, and uh, we told him, uh, you know, the only way to end something, Texas death match. What that amounts match, too. You know, it's a no-time limit. You know, falls don't count. We ain't going for a fall anyway. What we want to do, we want to get one of them down, both of them, and hurt them. Bring it right back home to Memphis. It's good to be back home. And, you know, it's just a lot going on, and that's the only way to
2: end it. Well, boys. I i tell you, you sure call that right, Tommy, because when you go in a Texas death match, I don't care if you go 97 Falls, it doesn't stop till someone can't continue. That's right, Lance. That's the main thing. Go all night long. We can boogie-woogie with them. We can get down with these guys at PYT
3: Express. Because I'll tell y'all guys, one thing, you remember it good. Jackie Fargo is in us a lot of pride. And I'll tell you some. Jackie Fargo's the guy, man. He bought the side of the ring, get chairs,
2: the bell, anything. That's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to put the belts up. And we're going to be there Monday night, ready for a fight. By golly, conditioning means a lot, and these gentlemen are ready for it. I'm in. it you know, it's good. You know,
1: just like Jackie saying, say, say pal, it's going to be one heck of a night in Memphis, Tennessee, Monday night. Oh yes, <laughs> sir. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> ready.
2: That's yes, the fabulous ones. Let's take a look at some action with the fabulous
0: ones. And it has got a music video with the fabulous ones coming down to the uh, arena in a limousine. I think this is a similar one to what we saw last week. Fabs versus. Uh, oops, lovely. Standing next to a, a big old piano. Smiles. Nice white gloves. Obviously, they're taking the uh, they're ripping the original Fabulous Ones videos. Holding um, champagne or whatever. So over a nice, nice wooden bridge. Lovely. The Ingram action is against the uh, bruise Brothers, the Moon Dogs. I guess this is Jerry Jarrett's house. It looks very familiar to what we've seen in the past. I'm guessing this Jerry, uh, Jerry's big old, uh, big old house in Hendersonville. Doing some strutting and uh, beating. Jackie Fargo's there. Thumbs up from the fabulous ones in their suits. There's press by Tommy Rich. It's a windy day because Tommy's uh, lovely, glorious, blonde locks are flowing in the breeze.
2: Driving off in a car. Uh, Coming out right now. We're talking about Norvell Austin and Stagger Lee. We're going to be seeing them in action in just a moment. Jimmy Hart out with them. What's wrong with you, man?
1: What's wrong
3: with, this fight? What's wrong with you? Get on in the back of the bus. What's wrong with you, baby? You know, Tommy Rich was out here. His head looked like a lampshade. <laughs> right, dog? I want to say one thing, baby. We are going to be the next tag team champion. See, Tommy Rich and Eddie Gilbert, they don't even know what a Texas Tornado Death Match is. Sooner later, they're going to find out. They'll know. That's right, baby. They'll know. For the real deal,
1: this is for all the big marbles. We're going to see whether you guys are men or boys. But I'm going to answer that question right now. You're a couple of boys. You should have been born girls. You missed your calling card. We're going to see, baby, when we get in the ring with you, a Texas Death Match is not nothing to play with. And I'm going to tell you one thing. We bow right now, up and down we're going to kick y'all's from left to right all over that range So get ready and bring it on down because the stag and Norvell mean big business for big money with a guy like Jimmy Hart back, Jimmy Hart. back, back in the, back. In the family again baby Russell.
3: and last hey, Russell boy. you can have this mic and you know what you can do with it hey listen why don't you just <laughs> get there the it cost me a lot of money to sign these two guys right here but baby once a family member always a family member you know yeah. Tommy Rich I've got a score to settle baby you know it cost me a lot of money by getting rid of my fabulous ones, the fabulous ones. But you see, Dream Machine's gone now. He's gone forever. Yeah, he can't make me no more money. And I've got my new team that's going to make me a pot full of money, baby. The PYT Express. Bring them all on, baby.
2: With them uh, going back with you, Jimmy, all I can tell you is they deserve anything they get. After they've been burned once by being around you, I would to you. They're going against Team. It'll be an interesting combination today,
5: Dave. There's big Harley Davidson stepping over the ropes. And looping over there is Omar Atlas. This match is going to go to the expiration of time. Team with the most holes to their credit for the time expires will win the match. Introducing a total weight of 561 pounds over on the right of the screen. From San Antonio, Texas, Omar Atlas, his partner from everywhere. Harley Davidson going against him at a total of 437 pounds from Memphis and Union City, Tennessee. Norvell Austin and Coco Ware, the PYT Express. Their manager, Jimmy Hart, stepping out of the ring with Gary Calhoun is the referee.
2: Omar was here uh, some time ago. It's the first time he's been back in quite some time. He's going with big Harley. Bell time. We're off and running.
5: It's Omar Atlas starting against Coco Ware. Would you like to have company? Because you need all.
0: So the bell is we are underway, underway in our exploration of time match. We've got Omar Atlas and Harley Davidson going against the Pyt's. Omar Atlas starting for his team. Uh, blue singlet, white boots going up against uh, Coco. Black tights, white boots. Zara whip by Star Coco. Leapfrog by Omar. Drop by Omar Atlas. Down goes Coco. Being managed once again by Jimmy Hart. Oh, big clobber on forearm there by Harley Davidson on uh, Coco. who's was in the wrong part of town. Tag into norville Austin. Black tights, gold boots. And Harley Davidson tags in Black Trunks, black boots. He's got rid of his uh, got rid of his uh, tights. Hammerlock by norville but power out by Harley. Got the physique for sure, has mister has Mr. Carlson, Davidson? Not quite got the in ring talent yet, but Norvell going for a slam, but Harley blocks and then Harley slams Norvell with one of his own. Norvell Austin not happy going for a conflag with Coco, tags in Coco. No, two on one now. Look at like he go for a no double hammerlock and double power out by Harley Davidson. Showing sure off that big-man uh, physique he's got. In charge. Come on, now. Norvell and Harley. Sorry to look by Harley. Got it, got it, on, Harley still with it. <laughs> Harley kicking away at Coco. FPYT's in there trying to take down Harley. Harley's still got that side headlock on. Cinching it in on Norvell Austin. Norvell. Uh, oh, clean oh, break on the ropes. Uh, by Harley. tie type. Can a tag in the ring Harley tags in on oh, Omar. Hey, Omar oh, big right in the gut. Side like headlock there by Norvell. Shove off by Omar. Shoulder tackle down goes Omar. Off the ropes. Over the top comes in. Uh, leapfrog by Omar. Beautiful dropkick by Atlas again. Takes down Norville Austin. Tag it to Coco now. call never top. Coco and Atlas. Side of look by Omar. Shove. Off by Coco. shoulder tackled by Omar. then goes Coco off the ropes. Big. No hip toss reversed by Omar Atlas. Jesus Christ. Across the ring goes Coco. Omar Atlas like a house of fire here. Eh? Coco's pissed. Got a, Coco's got a chair. Coco is pissed. Both of them got chairs. Nope. Rings to bell. Row rings the bell. Oh, here come the Fabulous Ones. Fabulous Ones that are in the ring. Fabulous Ones, jumping PYTs, grabbing the chairs. So the, uh, Atlas and Harley Everton have won the first fall here by disqualification. Jimmy Hart is f- pissed. Four of them,
1: out of the you wouldn't have any hesitation about using no the <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
5: yeah, yeah. I sure do too, Jim. PYT disqualified. When they took the uh, when they took the chairs in there, the referee stopped it right there and said, uh uh-uh, we're not gonna have that. You are disqualified. The winners There's
1: Russell, you see what I mean? They jumped us in the ring, them. They jumped us in the ring. They always yeah. jumped us in the ring. They jumped in the back. We didn't want to play their cards. we can play them.
2: To the trails if they get it
1: out
2: of here. The wildfire, Eddie Gilbert. They were ready to do battle right then and there, my friend. Dave, we better take time out. We'll come back and have a little more wrestling rap in just a moment. two chairs in a ring, brought it to an indecisive conclusion, mm-hmm. a disqualification, took care of that action with a PYT express. I think it was simply a matter they just saw that they were getting a stoop kicked around out of them. <laughs> they reached out and got a couple of chairs and the referee said, uh-uh you're not going to do that legally while the match is going on. Listen, um, we saw Omar Atlas, who was back with us today, first time first in a long time, time quite mm-hmm. some time, uh, saw a new guy, Jim Nighthart. Wow, yeah. I was impressed, man. I was too. He's big. He was going yeah. against poor Jim Jameson and Nighthart. And, uh, they call him the Anvil, and that's because he holds the world's 100 pound Anvil record throw, which he set up at the Calgary Stampede, oh. that big rodeo up there. Uh, this, some of the slams that this guy put on. And, oh and that one clothesline he hit, Jameson, his feet just looked like they were on an on elastic band. <laughs> right yeah. He's a big, rugged guy. Let's look at some of that action in there, and you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah, now, Neidhart. that's Nighthart. That's Nighthart on the right there, yeah. And, he, you know, Nighthart is not all that tall, but that sucker is so thick and so stocky. Watch this. Wham! Slams him down right there at the... Uh, to back kind of one two three now here's something interesting that happened this kind of got us involved or at least it got us uninvolved cuz we got out of, we're sitting over there peacefully at the table Austin Idol comes after Rick Rude in case you didn't get to see the the uh, earlier part of it he slammed Rude back down on that floor and was having a time with him until Nighthard came up from behind and jumped in on Nighthard and Rude by the way are friends and Nightheart is over to to help out uh, but then the King came roaring in. Harley Davidson came in. And Dutch Mantel. And that wasn't the end of it because then Hart goes out and gets the PYT Express, Norvell, and Stagger come flying in. And all in all, it was uh, it was quite a. If you missed it, get here earlier next <laughs>
5: week. <laughs> Be with us. Right? Yes, on time when we start.
2: You never know what you're going to miss Because
5: they would have also missed it. <clears throat>
0: So, ladies gentlemen, that is it. We have just watched the 7th of April 1984 edition of Memphis Television. Hopefully, you enjoyed that. It was a, quite a pleasant hour or 45 minutes or whatever that had gone by. So, it's quite good to see some new faces. Um, Yes, Omar Atlas is back. Brickhouse Brown. We didn't see him in the ring, but he was there. He's back. Nighthart is in. Nighthart's going to be here for quite a while, so we'll have to see where that goes. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for your continued support. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at OldBakeryPro, where you'll get information on this. You'll get information on and all of the shows that we do. We also like to uh, retweet and share everyone else's fine work that they do. Uh, Don't forget to follow, listen, and uh, be a part of the friends of the show, our vantage point, Acid Lost Memories, Grinks from Allentown, Bug in the Territory etc, etc. Um, if you like old-school wrestling, there is bound to be a podcast out there for you. If you're listening on The Place to Be, give the WrestleCopia Network a listen. If you're listening on WrestleCopia, give the Place to Be a wrestling uh, place to be, wrestling nation, and listen. Um, you can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. So, thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell, Dave Brown, and Jerry Jarrett. And until next time...